everyone welcome back to another exciting episode of forfeit podcast metal matt here we got the j-lo and uh we got the fifth member of uh forfeit uh j-lo's uh glass of tequila it's a healthy there's a lot of tequila in this glass oh you're gonna need it for this episode uh big john stud what's up buddy hey hey gentlemen how you doing and we've got the uh the wild one all aboard the negative train. He's your he's your conductor, Mr. Wild Bill. Happy birthday, by the way. Fair assessment at all. Happy I birthday, by the way. On the, I don't think I'm signing on the Kool Aid. So, <laughs> well, I didn't, I'm, I'm I'm not on the train that gives every gives uh this front office and franchise a pass because they botched the last three years of free agency and drafts. But hey, it's only well, 2017. Great you know year. what? You know what, Bill? You could they could have at least given you something on your birthday weekend, which would have been a a nice little gift. You know, Monday night primetime you know, game. I would have just I would have enjoyed a competitive game that you know that we actually maybe had a chance in. But and even if we lost, even if we lost, if it was competitive, we show you know Jalen shows some spunk. The offense is firing, going back head to head with with Dallas. You know, the defense is living up to, you know, their their pay grade, um, which, you know, there's a very expensive line we have, very expensive defense, and uh, uh, they stole money from the Philadelphia Eagles last night. Um, it was ugly, guys. I don't know. You know, I mean, we all had, you know, I, I, I came out, said it. I have zero expectations other than seeing some growth from this team this year, you know want to see some progress. And if, you know, we string some wins together, that that's even better. Um, we took like a giant step backwards last night. I mean, it was pretty bad, pretty, pretty bad, embarrassing on primetime television, Monday night lights um, against the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, the one team we play them twice a year. And if we win two games out of every year, they better be against the Dallas Cowboys. But we got embarrassed. Um, Nick Sirianni, he looked like a first-year coach. I, I, I don't know. I, there's so many places we could go with this. Um, I don't know where to begin with it. It was just bad on all sides. Hurts looked terrible. The worst game. And, 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 you know, seven games into his career, third week into the season, there's many different angles we can go with this. Um, I know where most of you guys are going to go with it. Um, I try, I'm, I'm going to try to remain patient, you know, through all this, I'm going to try to remain patient through this episode. I'm going to try to remain glass, the glass half full guy here, but it's last night is tough, man. Tough, tough, to, tough to, to, to fill any glass, even a shot glass. Um, Jesse seemed to do it pretty well though, with that tequila pour. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of tequila in this rocks class. Jesse, um, along with your tequila pour, do you want to just fire off some of the healthy stats that uh, came out of this game? You're the numbers guy. Yeah, um, I mean, normally you do some impressive stats that 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 show the accolades of the Eagles. I have a feeling this is going to be quite the opposite. Yeah. So, th- th- I mean, there's there there's some really fun stuff that happened in that game. So the Cowboys put up 20 carries for 115 yards 
before that dipshit Sirianni called a single running play. The Cowboys had already carried the ball 20 times for 115 yards. That's amazing. And we carried the ball how many times, Jesse? Uh, Three. That's the lowest time in Eagles history, and it's the lowest in uh, 20 years in the NFL history. Um, So that's awesome. The fucking Cowboys had the ball for 34.5 minutes, 382 yards, 27 first downs, and they got 162 on the ground. So, I mean, that's awesome. And, I mean, it, it's it's fine. It's not like we don't have Mahomes and Brady. Oh, shit. So, yeah, we've got Mahomes and Brady coming in. So the next two weeks are going to be bloodbaths. Uh, it's it's really good thing that we don't have – we didn't need linebackers. Um, you know, Wild Bill's favorite guy, Jock, in the second round, he's already a runaway, you know, t- potential uh, rookie defensive player of the year. Didn't need him. Um as, as we already said, it's been 20 years since a football team only ran the ball three times. I mean, that's not a not not a good p- place in the, the history book. And not Miles Sand and Miles Sanders has carried the ball how many times within the last six quarters? I think four or five, six, uh, six. And Miles Sanders on first down runs is is averaging like eight and a half yards per per attempt. Why the fuck would we want to run the ball on first down when we can get eight yards a clip? Fuck that. Um, we also ran no, uh, no motions, no, no anything. So that's amazing. Um, we are on pace to break the penalty record by almost 30 penalties at that season end. At this point in the, in the season, we, an Eagles, no Eagles team in history has ever had as many, many penalties as your team the Philadelphia Eagles has, has, has gotten your 2021 again, three weeks, three weeks in three weeks in no, no Eagles team has had as many. And again, they are on pace to break the league record set by the Oakland Raiders by over 30 penalties. Just and win, baby. Sp- speaking of pieces of shit that draw penalties, let's talk about the biggest piece of shit on the Eagles roster. And we're not talking about the general manager. We're, we are talking about we, we an actual person, about, an actual human being that puts on pads. Wow. We are talking Blasphemy about already. We are we are t- talking about Derek, waste of a roster spot, Barnett. And while we're talking about that piece of shit, uh, before I really get into it, so when after we wasted that draft pick, there was there was only one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven Pro Bowl guys drafted after him before we wasted our second round pick that same year. I'll tell you what, Ben Simmons and Ben Barnett, what if they had gotten to a room together? (laughs) So, I mean, that that's really great when you think about it. You're like, oh, there was only seven Pro Bowl guys drafted after Barnett before we wasted that second pick. Uh, So in Derek Barnett's 51 games as a Philadelphia Eagle, stealing a lot of money. He has been responsible for 23 penalties, costing the Eagles 164 yards in penalty yards. In his career, he's only responsible for 19 and a half sacks at a loss of 144 yards. So in his career, he's gotten more penalties than he has sacks, which is a a tremendous stat. And I, I know, you know, John is, you know, Pro Bowls don't matter. 
but it's now nine years since the Eagles have drafted a Pro Bowl defensive player. So it'll be it'll be ten. I mean, let's be real. It's going to be a decade after this season because, um, yeah. So, and, and you know, when we we again, when you look at the roster, we don't need Pro Bowlers, but we need competent people that can play. And there's just not enough of them. And speaking of guys that can't play, where's Ryan Kerrigan? Besides you know, another guy stealing stealing a paycheck, but d- yeah, Derek Barnett has to go. They should have caught him already. And the fact that they caught Sirianni on tape saying, "Oh yeah, it's always him." Guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say like glass half full, like I said, just to kind of like keep the whole like devil's advocate yin and yang thing on on this episode. So you know. Someone could potentially say, well, you know, we're already bit with the injury bug. You know, we got BG go down. We've had several starters, you know, go down, especially on the defensive side of the ball. And it's like, how do you recover from that? And, you know, it must be, you know, that's got to, you know, be a big factor into, you know, trying to game prep uh, for, for the next upcoming week. Um, and having to jostle around the roster and get these guys ready, especially as young as, as this, as this roster is, um, where, wh- what do you guys think of, of that whole scenario? Because, you know, that, that, that's been swirling around, um, you know, within the past like 24 to 48 hours here. Um, so I just want to, you know, get your, I mean, is that an excuse is that like a viable excuse for, you know, the, uh, the dreck that we saw last night? No. I mean, you, you look at the offensive line, it's, I mean, you could argue it's pretty decimated already. I mean, we're sort of back to the middle of last year already where we're, we're going to have a, a bunch of different offensive line configurations. Um, do, do, I, do I blame that for the performance last night? Probably not. Um, do I think it's a factor? I think, I think uh, Brandon Graham is an important piece of the puzzle here. I think you know, you you might not may, maybe not have as many running plays for as long as yards as you had last night. Maybe if you had BG in there, um, I like to think that. And also, I'd like to uh, adjust Jesse's comments about Pro Bowl players. Brandon Graham was a pulled Pro Bowler last year, so we we actually have had a Pro Bowl defensive player that we drafted. Um, not in the last nine years. Uh, actually, yes. Last year, Pro Bowler Brandon Graham. Brandon so, Graham was not drafted within the last nine years. You said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Th- excuse me." Well, I stand corrected. I should shut up then. And like, and the and the Cowboys lost like nine defensive players going into that game. Like every team loses guys. It seems like you know the football gods are still punishing us for 2017 with the the ridiculous run of injuries. But like. Okay, but but again, like we only ran the ball three times. We looked woefully inept, and you, you know Jalen Hurts is now devolving back into the worst tendencies he had at Alabama and at at Oklahoma, which was a, a one read and go quarterback. In Oklahoma, they got him to a two read and before he before he bolted quarterback, but. The problem is Sirianni's running all this RPO shit and he's keeping the ball 
all the linemen think it's a run because they're all in the second level getting ready to like decleat guys and he's zipping balls over their helmets and it's illegal man downfield, illegal man downfield, illegal man downfield. Like on these RPOs, he has to know if you keep it, it's gotta, you know, one, two, three ball out, one, two, three ball out. Like, and he's not doing it. And so like he's devolving, I'm, you know, and I'm not ready to, to, to punt on him and be like, Oh my God, we've got a, we've got a trade for a quarterback. Cause guess what? Nah. There ain't shit coming Look, out of the NFL draft. Last now. night, last night, Sirianni did no favors to help Wentz or Wentz hurts and hurts no favors to help the offense. Right. No. Yeah. Due to his inexperience. But knowing that Sirianni should have been like, all right, this guy, it's like, I, I, I was thinking about it today and I was listening to podcasts. I was hearing at all kinds of, you know, everyone's opinions thrown around. And it was like Hertz last night was like a boxer walking into the ring and he's prepared, ready to go for the fight. And, you know, first round does okay. Second round does okay. By the third round, he catches a couple, right? And by that time, it's gotten to the point where he's the guy, his opponent is now just starting to, to pepper him when at will, whenever he's got con- control of the fight, he can, he can, he can, he can pepper at will and just start breaking down, breaking down this boxer until the point where, you know, he's seeing stars. He's, 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 he's already been knocked down, you know, maybe once. He gets back up and it gets to the point where the refs just like he just calls it like you're done, like it, it's it, you're, you're done. Like there's no way it everything starts crashing around you and before you know it, it you're just the fight's over. Um, and I felt like that's what happened to to Hertz last night. Um, he was in it a little bit. He got dinged up a little bit early, but then the Cowboys just smacked him in the mouth he, at some and at some point due to his Due to his limited experience, I think it just the moment swallowed him up and he couldn't recover. And he didn't he just was a deer in headlights out there, man. He just and you know what? It happens to to young and experienced quarterbacks. It's happened to the best of them, right? I'm sure Peyton Manning's, you know, laid eggs in his career. They all have. So I'm not really overly concerned about Hurts and what happened last night. Like specific to him um i'm still i'm still in his corner i still think that like there's a lot of football left in the season so let's see what he can do let's see how he um rebounds from this um you know it's sometimes it's not how hard you fall it's it's how it's how you get up and keep going so um i'm hoping that that's the case with hertz um but i also hope that sirianni is a little bit more you know does a little bit better job in his corner and, and, and maybe, you know, maybe run the ball, maybe give them, give them a chance to kind of get, get a rhythm, you know, and, and as an offense overall, um, you know, the one thing that really concerned me was his comment about, you know, we really have to keep up with the high level and the high pace of the Dallas offense. It's like, yo, bro, why don't you, why don't you set the pace? Why don't you not let the Dallas Cowboys, you know, um, you know, run all over, run, set the, uh, you know, the pace of the game, run the ball, control the clock a little bit, keep their offense off the field, 
gas their defense a little bit. Like, where the fuck was that? Like, I don't understand. Like, like Bill put it like about 20 episodes ago, broke down the game of football to where it's like, you know, in it to its simplest form. And I think when you start hitting walls and you really start to struggle in a game, you really got to take a step back and be like, all right, maybe some fundamentals will do some good here. Um, and running the football is one of those things that can do a lot to uh, a young quarterback, a young, a, a young uh, personnel uh, staff in general, and just kind of just hit the reset button a little bit and see, see what's happening. Now I get the flip side of that is we were down by a lot of, a, a, a lot of points. You have to pass the ball. You want to get big chunks of yardage, but, um, what was the uh, Miles Sanders touched the ball twice last night, and I think his first run went for like almost thirty yards. So like, gee, don't want that to happen more than once in a game, let alone you know six times in the last six quarters. So it's just like I don't know. It's just I, I, they did no one did anyone any favors last night on, on both sides of the ball, and the defense. There's just no excuse anymore. Like like. Injuries, yeah, like that's why I brought up the whole injury bug. Um, you know, it's but like I don't know, man. Like from the time the start the, the clock starts week one, or even in preseason, these guys are playing injured. I don't care. Football is a is a is a it's a war of attrition from preseason all the way up to the Super Bowl. And it's just how do you handle it and how do you how do you survive and how do you how do you, um, it's a chessboard, you know? Um, and Sirianni's, I don't know. Uh, he's dug himself a, a deep early hole here. And I just, you know, it, it, it's concerning. It's concerning to me. But I mean, if we were go, if we look back in 2017, I think it was, um, when Doug Peterson, you know, started off three and and then ended up being seven and nine at the end of the season. I feel like the narrative was Doug Peterson is an idiot. Frank Reich is a is you know a dipshit is, is no good. Uh, Jim Schwartz is you know whatever, and we sort of heard the same stuff. And I'm I'm not going to sit here and defend a lot of what happened last night because I mean it it is what it is. I mean we we got our asses kicked. Um, there's no bones about it. I don't think anybody, you know, I don't think anybody that got interviewed last night was. Um, happy about it. Um, and you're right. You got to see how they bounce back. I will say this. There were some bright spots last night that I was like, Oh, well, well, you know, Andre Dillard didn't get his teeth kicked in. So that's, that's great. Um, he did have a few, he did, I think he had a few penalties, one or two penalties. Um, so that's, you know, you got to clean that stuff up. Um, you know, the punter looked good. So he got a lot of work. last night. Best, um, best player on our roster right now. Most consistent. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I, am I, am I disappointed um, a little bit, but again, I think, I think again, expectations, you know, this year um, with this team is, you know, I, you'd have to find me another organization that is paying, you know, $30 million to a quarterback on another team and still being able to, uh put a product out there that can compete. You know, I mean, I, I think the first game of the season, you know, you sort of, you play a Falcons team. that's not so great. 
Um, Nick Sirianni doesn't have a lot of stuff on tape. You take advantage of that and you get a win. And I think they played a decent game against the 49ers. I mean, again, there's mistakes made there, but the 49ers aren't a terrible team. And, you know, Dallas is, listen, if I'm the Cowboys, that's what I want to see from my team, you know, with the amount of money they've spent um, between free agency uh, on their offensive side of the ball and the amount of uh, defensive, you know, firepower that they've either drafted or signed in free agency as well. I mean, they've done some good moves. So, like, they've been Drek for a pretty long time now. We've, we've, we've taken care of them in the past, like, five or six years. And they're on the up and up. So, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not blind to that either. Um, I, you know, we got our teeth kicked in. But, again, um, we're young. And our coach is young. Um, the high school Harry thing, I understand why people are pissed off about it and the T-shirts and all those stuff. Yeah, it's not a good look. You know, you, you do that stuff, you got to back it up. But again, like, he's a real guy, and and I like that. You know, I, you know, looking back on some of the coaches we've had the past couple of years, Chip Kelly, we you know wasn't too much of a players guy, but you know he also won football games and and, and got into the playoffs. So, you know, won the division. Good. Well, yeah, won the division. So I mean, it, it, it remains to be seen what what this team is going to look like moving forward. And again, like, you know, Jesse had a good point. You got two teams coming in here, Kansas city, you know, and, and Tampa Bay who, you know, they're the cream of the crop, right? They were, you know, they played against each other in the Super Bowl. So, you know, it's one of those things where we might get our teeth kicked in the next two games. Um, but you know, the resiliency is what's what I'm going to be kind of looking for. Are we going to lay down and, you know, just, just, take the beating or are we going to, you know, show some fight because there's a lot of guys on this team that are, that are older. You know, I think like the top six guys on our roster that are getting paid top money, you know, are, you know, where's, where's Fletcher Cox been, you know, talk about this. You talk about things that I'm disappointed in guys like Fletcher Cox, guys like Lane Johnson, guys like Darius Slay, who we have paid money to and aren't producing. I mean, Darius Slay has got to be the, might be the biggest disappointment um, of a free agent signing in the past like five years. Um, and like Lane, like Lane ebbs and flows. Like, you know, sometimes he's good. Sometimes he's a great game. Sometimes he's not. And, and, and all the other times he's hurt. <laughs> you're, you're looking at, you look at a lot of other, and I'll, and I'll shut it up, but you know, there, you look at a lot of other teams that have young quarterbacks. We watched Justin Fields this week and how he got massacred. You know, Zach Wilson, another guy getting massacred. And now with our offensive line, you know, first game of the season, we had our healthy offensive line. Now we got, you know, guys, you know, Sal Malu done for the season, sounds like. Brandon Brooks, Peck, you know, Mylotta, sprained knee. So, like, I, I, don't want to def- I don't want to defend the injury thing that you mentioned, Matt, but, I mean, it is a reality. Um, next man up, but – we got a lot of money in this offensive line and they're not getting any younger. So we will see, you know, I, I, I think, I think my point talking about the young quarterbacks was that if they, if they're not protected early on in their careers, it, it generally leads to bad things, whether them not having great careers in the NFL or injuries or whatnot. And I mean, I, I guess it's better that, 
I hate to say this, it's Jalen Hurts back there and not your $100 million quarterback who, you know, insert name here, Deshaun Watson and Carson Wentz, et cetera. So I don't know. And John's right. And I think the one thing they're going to have to do at, at some point with this team is, especially if they can't figure it out, you know, what do you do with some of these these guys? Because, and, you know, beyond, you know, do, do you keep Miles Sanders or do you trade him? Because it sure shit seems like they're not going to use him. So let's get a draft pick for him then. Um, if you're not going to, if you're going to, it looks like Dallas Goddard has juice on this team, but you're not using them. You're, you're using Zach Ertz instead. So trade them, you know, and, and then you've got, so you have stuff like that. You have Jalen Rager being played over Quez Watkins, which makes no sense. Why is that? I, that's what I wanted I mean, to bring up is it, if, if I was a betting man, it's because Quez is a late round pick and Jalen Rager is a first round pick and Howie Roseman's trying to save and face yeah. and telling the coach, this is what you're going to do. And this is what you're, this is how often he's going to play. Like if I'm a betting man, that's what's going on. I could be wrong, but the, those were the rumors that were swirling about this team with the last coach. Who Why did Super Bowl. Sweat not start? Because he was again, a late round pick who they gave a lot of money to like, and it's just, there's so many things that this team does right now that just doesn't make any sense. And like, I, like I said earlier, you know, if, if, if they, at the end of the year, if Hertz continues to regress and you don't think Hertz is the guy, that's fine. We can move on, you know, and he'll be a good backup and he'll be a good locker room guy. And he isn't going to cause an issue, but there ain't a quarterback coming out of this draft class that, I would use a second or third round pick on none of these guys are worth a fuck. You've got that kid from Liberty. That's who, who's like, uh, yeah. Who, who, when he plays, you know, BCS level players or teams lights them up when he plays anybody half decent, he looks mediocre. Uh, then you've got Spencer Rattler out of Oklahoma, who was the fourth highest rated player out of high school who now it's starting to come out that he's got a shitty attitude and he's a dickhead and his home team, his home fans were booing him and chanting for the backup in their homecoming game. And after the game, they asked him about it and he said, I don't pay them any attention. They're not on the field playing with us right now. And it's like, bro, do you have any, like, do you have, are you completely devoid of, of the ability to, to look at, like, I think at that point they had scored like 13 points and needed a, a, a miracle penalty to get them into a chip shot field, chip shot field goal range to beat a bad West Virginia team. Like they, you know, when, when you get asked, what do you think about them booing you? I played really terrible. The team played bad. We all need to play better and we deserve to get booed. And you talk about the next game. You don't, Oh, I don't pay them no, no mind because you know, it's like, so the savior ain't coming in the draft. And then the, then the problem is if Jalen hurts, isn't the guy at this point, we're going to have, if the season ended right now, we have like the, like the second or third pick, the uh, like the sixth pick and the 10th pick in the draft. I think that's what I, what I saw for, for where our, where the picks were. And it's like, okay. So if, if, if that's the case, you, you, and you say Hertz isn't the guy and you're not going to draft a guy because none of them are, are good coming out of the draft. 
there's not really any good quarterbacks that are going to be hitting, hitting free agency that you're going to be able to just sign. So uh, then you I have totally to totally disagree there. Who? I could name five guys who will not be probably on their teams next year. Who as free agents? Uh, well, not just free agents, but guys. that's what I mean. Uh, like uh, Aaron Rodgers, he's not going to be a free agent. Why not? You're going to have to trade for him. No, he no his his final year is this year. They'll, and they'll franchise him if they can't trade him. They're going to trade him. They're not going to let him walk from. Regardless, that part of that's that's incorrect. They they negotiated his negotiation to play this year was that they voided the they gave him money and they voided the last year of his contract. He will be a yeah, free but agent. They, yeah, but they can probably franchise him. I'm pretty sure they wouldn't do that. I'm pretty sure that that that's part of the this this problem with him. Like if you uh, get, Jimmy Garoppolo, uh, he sucks. Oh, well, we're going to sit here and say everybody sucks. Then fine, but the guy, this guy's playing for a three and O team right now. I, I'm sorry, but you know he's a he's a, he's a free agent, capable quarterback. I mean, what, do you want to talk about Hall of Famers that are going to be free agents? No, but like if you're saying Ben Roethlisberger, ugh. Okay, well, I'm just saying, God, I'm, I can sit here and name guys that probably won't be on their team next year. But like the the two that would really meet, do anything that would move the needle. This, this we have to. This is the problem. We have to stop thinking that this is a. This I'm sorry. We have to stop thinking that this could be a, next year, this year type Fox thing. This is this, this, this is a. This is a rebuilding time. This isn't. This isn't. Um, oh man, we suck for luck. You know, the, 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 get that out of your minds. That's not it. Like like you said, Jesse, you have a great point. There are a lot of like guys on this team that might not even be on this roster next year. So is it that we, we cut a lot of fat and we start brand new again? I don't know, but we can't just think that like, Oh, we got what we got here. And then we're just going to have to add a quarterback and add a defensive lineman and add another running back. Like it, it might be like deal with this, like be the, be a bad team for a few years. Well, here's the, that's here's a reality. And start and start and start rebuilding with a new GM. But here's here. Maybe. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing. Like, I think how he's got what, like a year and a half at this point, got a year it. and a half left on his deal. He's and, and if this team implodes this year and they start trading guys, okay. Like I can deal with that for the short term. But if you said to me, all right, the next two or three years are going to be bad. Howie's coming back and I'm going to give him a contract extension. Nah, I ain't about that. So you also have to look at it too, Jesse. Like, is he the right? And I don't know the answer to this. We'll we'll see. Is he the right guy to, you know, wipe this team of cap of, of cap purgatory and have a boatload of money that you're sitting there and going, Oh, you know what? I need to go out and make a trade or make, or, or get a really good free agent that we have our eyes on in, next year two years that we really love and that's the that's the problem is he going to be doing what is howie's you you would think the gm's interest right is making the moves the best moves for the philadelphia eagles for the future i i think they just sorry go ahead but the best move for howie roseman is to make the team 
as good as possible, as fastly as as fast as possible, so he doesn't get fired. Like I don't know if Laurie's going to be cool with. All right, in two years' time, you had me eat a thirty million dollar check for a, for a quarterback who's not playing on my team anymore. We're the laughing stock of the league with the roster that you built. You're now telling me we have we might have to fire another coach after we fired the coach that I brought the one and only Super Bowl. And and now you're saying we might be two or three years away from not getting embarrassed again by the fucking Cowboys on primetime television. Like that's the that's the old that's the other aspect. Like the Eagles were embarrassed in this game. And not only were they embarrassed, I'm sure Laurie still isn't super happy about that check that he had to cut. Well, that, again, I, I, the, the Carson Wentz thing is like, again, he, he's, he's, he's 0-3-2. No, he's I'm not banged, He's been banged up since he landed in Indianapolis. So, like, yeah. I feel like we're better off. It was better to no, do I'm, it now than later. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that, that, that uh, we, should, we should get Carson back or we shouldn't have gotten rid of Carson. So why would you be upset? Why would Jeffrey Lurie be upset? that he's paying a guy for on another team to suck now than to wait because another year and have him here and ruin more shit that's going on. Because it was, well, one, it was his money. It wasn't Howie Roseman's money. And it was a lot of money. It wasn't $30. It was like $30 million. So like, that's an issue. Right. And, but, but I, I, I guess I don't know. Howie was probably one of the guys saying to George, to Lori, Hey, we really need to lock him up early. We need to lock him up before he hits our, you know, buy out his arbitration years or, you know, from a baseball term, but like buy out his, his, his years and get him on a long-term deal. Now we need to do this before the, the contract, the quarterback contracts go through the roof. So we need to spend all this money now. So he talked Lori into making the biggest contract offer ever to a Philadelphia Eagles player which then blows up in their face. They end up having to trade their quarterback, fire their coach that won them their only Super Bowl, and they're now paying that quarterback $30 million to suck on another team. And He's also paying Doug Peterson to sit in Florida. Yeah, but you're, not paying him nearly as, but you're not paying him nearly as much money, and it's one year. Like, Doug didn't make much money. So, like, that is what it is. But I think $9 million is pretty, pretty big. $5 million, $9 million is pretty big. But my but my point is like if you're if you're Lori, how much how many of these like okay, you fuck this up, okay, you fuck that up, okay, you fuck that up, okay. And then it's like you're you're looking at everything, right? And you're like, okay, so the guy the guy we drafted to be the the franchise quarterback's gone, the guy who won us a Super Bowl is gone, the quarterback who won us a Super Bowl is gone, the uh all the all the we have thirty a thirty million dollar hole in our cap because of this. We don't have any. We don't have a lot of good players on our team. The new coach we brought in looks like an, an idiot right now. Isn't that and, what everybody wanted? Everyone wanted to get rid of all the guys on the Super Bowl team now, well, so we can start but, fresh. But again, if you're if you're Lori and you're looking at all of this, you're like, I've 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 eliminated a lot of things, and there's one thing I haven't eliminated yet. That is the, the that is the thing that is been making all the draft picks and doing all of the things and setting these rosters. And again, I don't know if like, like I said, if this season is a disaster, I don't know if he's how he doesn't, how he can't survive if the season is a disaster. And then that's the other issue. If it's an absolute and total disaster, 
you almost have to fire the whole coaching staff because no good GM is going to come in and not be able to hire his own guy. I love I love forfeit podcasts. We get three games in. I'm not already firing GMs. I love it. Uh, uh, I'm not not saying fire Howie Roseman. I'm I'm really not. That's that's what you're insinuating. I'm I'm Uh, the season implodes. Now, if the, you, if you this, said that the, the other 70 episodes, maybe not this one, but the other yeah, I'm, I've been I'm I'm a reformed Howie hater. <laughs> um, well, before we go down the Howie rabbit hole even further, I'd like to hear Wild Bill's take on the game last night. We've heard from everyone and Jesse, you need more tequila. So go, <laughs> go, go refill, my friend. Let me get a jacket. Let me get a jacket. Five it's o'clock. Gonna, it's going to get cold in here. Sorry, I'm frozen from all the, the frozenness from Brigantine. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying. It's just, you know, it's, it, it, it just, it's not going to be competitive football consistently. Some weeks they'll hang when they play lesser teams. Um, but we don't have a lesser teams, team coming up for a while, though. <laughs> and so that's what I mean. It's they're going to say, hey, Let's be happy. We had a touchdown drive that time and we're only down 27 to seven. And, you know, it's, I, I guess it's how you want to see it. But I think what, what we're seeing is that team has no identity. They don't know what they're about. Um, it's not fair to put it on Sirianni. He doesn't know what he's about. I mean, this was, you know, not an ideal situation. I mean, he got hired. What? I mean, a few weeks after the season ended. So even that's like, not a lot of time to kind of get in here, get acclimated. Like, so everything's just rushed. Like Jalen is obviously pressing. I mean, he's trying to show that he could be the guy. And I actually feel bad for him because like I said previously, and I'll say it again, they've done nothing to help him succeed with talent around him. As far as offensive skill positions. Um, I mean, we're seeing what Devonte is. He's a rookie. He's going to have not, mu- not much in three weeks. And it's, you know, it's hard to blame him. You know, rookies sometimes don't come Absolutely. in. And, you know, it's guys like Jamar Chase, you know, had a lot of hype, you know, probably the most hype since the Calvin Johnson kind of esque, but you're seeing what he has like guys. who just haven't had it like, and not to say Davante doesn't, but it's, I think it's, he's in a tough spot because I think Joe Burrow is light years ahead of Jalen Hurts. So Chase gets to play with a legitimate blue chip quarterback while Devontae is stuck playing with a guy figuring out how to play quarterback in the NFL. And I think it's a, I think it's a disservice to everybody. I think nobody's set up to succeed and everybody's set up to fail and not blaming Howie. I mean, he's trying to do the best he can at this point. You know, you can't put shit back in a donkey. You know, what's done is done. I accept that meals were made to try to win, but they they didn't work. And now we're just seeing a team that's devoid of any real young blue chip talent. I mean, there's guys that have flashes with Miles and Dallas. Um, You know, we'll see about Dickerson, I guess. Uh, You know, obviously, Mayalada. But down on, on, on the defensive side, I mean... Davion Taylor was a third round linebacker, you know, which is supposed to be a starting player potentially. And he wasn't active last night. I guess I'm assuming he was hurt. You know, it's a develop, once again, a developmental player taking a spot where you need people to play. 
you know, you got to question those kind of moves. Um, but you know, if you do, you're being nitpicky or negative when the reality is there's just, you know, you're, you're, you're not following how the game is won off the field. And I think we're just seeing a franchise that not burning when I say it's in shambles, but I say it's in shambles because I don't think anybody knows who like the leader is in that building or field. And I think there's a few guys that they wanted to be with Jalen, you know, I, I don't know, maybe well, like, it was BG. It, I mean, BG, obviously. I mean, and I will say that is a huge loss. I mean, he is, when I say heart and soul, I mean, he is the heart and soul of that team, both sides of the ball. I mean, you can't, you can't look at that man in the eye and not just want to smile and run through a brick wall when he looks at you. He's like, come on, bro. And it's like, let's do it. I mean, it's basically like the, basically like the other guys when the rock and Samuel <laughs> got their hands, BG's like, yo, jump off this building. It's like, let's do it, my man. I mean, and we <laughs> lost that. It's like, so, you know, I get that. I mean, that's a big loss. Injuries are part of the game. Everybody deals with it. But I think it's just as a fan, what I see is a game that I turned on and off a lot. Cause it's, I mean, it's just boring. It's, uh, you know, it's, you know, I, I, I think I enjoy, you know, seeing, hey, let's get out young talent or let's see what we got. But I think this team is just, once again, I see it. And I haven't seen this in a long time with the Eagles, and I don't say this lightly. And I don't say this to be like, oh, you know, bag of them after three games. But when I watch them play, I see a lot of similarity to teams like the Jags and even like borderline like the Jets to where you watch them and you're just like, what's this team about? They got a few guys that make plays here and there, you know, Jeff got CJ Mosley. He makes monster tackles, big plays and stuff. But what are they about? I don't know. I mean, Panthers got Trevor, uh, I mean, uh, Jack got Trevor Lawrence. And if he was to let the world on fire and three games in, is it urban? Is it him? Is it the fact that they don't really have number one receivers? The old line's terrible. Like, you know, you're seeing that with all these guys, young guys, they're getting a dose of reality that all the people they're playing against are just as good athletically, if not superior. So this is in college where, well, it's boys coming in to play a man's game, a boys coming in to play a man's game. The guys on defense are paying millions of dollars to to stop and hurt you basically. And so they're going to do everything they can to do that. And it's your job to not let that happen. And, you know, it's, it's just, I guess I just see a team that, you know, you got guys like, like Lane Johnson, should be a huge leader on this team. That guy, I don't even know what that guy's about anymore, you know, and I, 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 you can't fault injuries, but you got a question about, I guess what he did to, to get to the size he is. Cause you see in the after effects, it happens to everybody. Your body just breaks. It just, so now, you know, so now you know, it's, it's just, you know, and then we got Brandon Brooks who can't play more than two quarters. And, you know, so it's just like, it's like the same old, same old. So it's, you know, you got to replace him now. And, and then you got, it's, I, I, just, I just feel this team is just spends a lot of money to plug holes. And I get it, trying to be competitive, but without that core of guys, I, I don't know, like that you cultivate or you somehow get early on. I don't know, man. This is going to be, you know, I mean, they think to turn around quick, you don't know. I mean, we can get, like John said, Russell Wilson or something next year. And the outlook is like, oh, my God, we got Russell Wilson and everything. And that's what it is. Good quarterbacks can cover a lot of warts. And we got warts everywhere, big ones. I, so. I don't understand the, the, the identity 
question that you have, like, I'll challenge you and be like, what is, what's the Ravens identity? Is the Ravens identity they're Lamar running. Jackson? They running, they're running team. They run the, they run the ball. That's their identity. I mean, no, no, Lamar Jackson runs the ball. They, they don't have a, they don't have a running game. Well, they, they that's not happening. They lost their top three running backs and they've signed okay. guys in the last two weeks. That's a little, okay, well, but historically the Ravens are known to run the ball. I mean, that's, I would question you on that one, but I see what you're saying. Not every team. I, the, is. the idea of an NFL team having a quote unquote identity, I think is a little far fetched. I think that, listen, there's good teams and there's bad teams. The good teams have good offenses and good defenses. The bad teams have probably a, a bad offense and a bad defense or, you know, 50, 50. Um, but you know, you, you're right. Like this team isn't good right now. Um, but, but the, to, to sit here and be, I know you've been saying that, like, I don't know what this team's about. I don't know what the team's about. We're three games into the season. I don't think, I don't think this team knows what they're about yet because it's so, it's so fresh. I couldn't tell you three games into a Doug Peterson season. You know, I don't, I don't want to go back in the time machine, but you know, it's, it's very early, you know, uh, uh, a three game sample size, you know, we, we, you know, it, it's going to suck too the next two games. Like, but I'll, I'd like to see us be competitive the next two games and not just sit down and, 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 and take the ass whooping if that's, so the next, have, four, but, the next four games are going to be rough. But oh, I, don't, I don't think that all of a sudden, like, we're going to hand the ball off to Miles Sanders and Kenny Gainwell, like, you know, 50 times next game. But all of a sudden, you're going to be, we're going to be like, oh, this team's a running team. That's our identity. No. I just think it's – and to your point too, Bill, like, who do we have young guys? They, they, they threw it up on the screen earlier. I'm actually watching the replay now. And it's like, here are the young guys. It's Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager, Goddard, Jalen Hurts. Miles Sanders. That's your core offensive guys there. And, you know, those are the guys we're running with. I mean, are they, you know, we, we all, we all sat years and years talking about the draft and we pontificated enough and this team needed receivers. Well, we went out and drafted Devonte Smith, whether I agree with that pick or not, you know, is what it is, but we're like you're saying, we're seeing a rookie receiver. Like, does that mean if we have Tom Brady, Devontae Smith looks like Randy Moss? I don't know. I have no idea. Well, I have no so, clue. So here's a I mean, are you at least concerned that we ran the ball three times? Uh yeah. I mean, it's a, certainly it's a concern. I mean, I'm not like burning Novacare down. Like, you know, you, you live and you learn. How many times did we have press press conferences with other coaches where, you know, yeah. We didn't run the football. Like, yeah, but it, like it, it happens. It happens. Every coach does it. It's a feel for the game. I understand. I don't call plays. I get when, it. You want it. You want a heavy. You want to. I'm sorry. You want a even uh, run pass ratio. However, when you're looking at the game right now, and as I'm watching the replay, and you're down 27 seven, I'm generally not going to run the ball. But um, it, but the but the issue. Yeah, is, but when you but when you when you turn the ball when you when you have interceptions the way that and the the way that the it hurts was struggling with his accuracy wouldn't you think that you would just hit the reset button for a series and maybe you know run the ball the first couple downs I consistently? mean you can't, you, you can't when, you're when, down, when you're down 20 points you can't yeah, do that 
But when yeah, you're running back, you can't score 20 but points on one drive. To, but they were down 20 to 7. Like they were down 20 to 7 with a whole other half of football left. That's why, I'm, you know, we were, we were texting last night, and I was like, yo, get in the locker room, make adjustments, come out, smack them in the mouth. What happened? We go out, we get cute, we pass the ball, our rookie receiver slips and falls, and it's an interception touchdown. Like, and and again, you have a you have a running back that averages almost nine yards a carry on first down. So like, but and to to like to back to your point, John, about Devontae. You, you know, Hertz is, has underthrown him a bunch of times. I watched that re, the replay that that uh, that pick six. That's a pick, even if Devontae doesn't fall. That's a that yeah, he listen, knew- I'm not saying you're gonna def- defend the throws. The first pick was a way bad throw. It was a Carson Wentz throw, it was underthrown. It was a duck. Well, he needs to put more air on it. Lead the receiver. And, I get that. Well, but so, again, let's not be li- blind to the fact that this kid is hasn't played a full season. Like this yeah. is well, so, three games but, of his quote unquote rookie year. I mean, I guess you could argue but also games the, three games last year. But, also the regular the regular route was suspect too. So. I mean, it wasn't a good route, but it was an underthrown ball. But to I mean, back- there was bit Zach Ertz fucking missed a wide open catch right out of the flat. Like no one every, looked more. No one played well. No one. And no one but looked again, more like, disinterested than Zach Ertz last night, too. By the way, yeah. the 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 thing with Devontae was so like that that ball is going to be picked uh, pick six regardless if he fell or not. It was a terrible throw. He stared him down the entire time. He knew that Diggs knew where that ball was going, and he went and got it. The 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 throw that Diggs broke up later in the game was where it was almost a hospital ball that Devontae had to go up and get. Ball was late. That's the reason the corner was able to make a break, make a play on the ball. So like now you've got Devontae getting killed when you've got bad throws that are either late or off time or or behind them or in front of them, they're just not good throws. So yeah, if you had better quarterback play, you're, you're probably going to see better results from your quarter from your wide receivers, which is you know goes back to the chicken and the egg thing where you look at what's happened in Reger's career so far, and now you're looking at what's going on with Devontae, and you look at what happened with Jefferson, and you look at what's going on with some of these other wide receivers, these younger wide receivers that are having good years. And the the biggest difference is consistent, maybe not elite quarterback play, but consistent quarterback play. And we certainly haven't had that in two seasons. And, you know, Jalen looked good in the first game. Didn't look great, but he looked good. Second game, he he started, looked looked like he was underthrowing some stuff because of poor footwork. And in the third game, the Cowboys kind of exposed him a little bit. And now the problem is going to be, the the Cowboys kind of showed the league what to do with them. You force him out of the pocket and you do not let him get to the edge. If you do that, you can shut down the Eagles offense because it's a one or two read offense. You're you're not having three or four guys out in a pattern and you're just going to shut us down and the defense can't stop anybody. So it's, so it's also tough to say in a pocket with, you know, three patchwork uh, offensive line. Con- oh, you know, I'm not going to sit here and defend it all, but like, you know, when the pocket breaks down, you got to, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I, I get that. And, you but know, then stop calling RPOs. There's no pocket when you run the ball every now and again, too. But, but like, if well, you, if, if you're going to gonna- sit here, if we're going to sit here and say, Oh, we would have ran the ball 27 times, we would have won the game. 
I don't think that that's a fair assessment. No, I think breaks, if you ran the breaks. We got the breaks blown off of us, and then the the fact that you have a deficit of 20, 30 points, you're going to stop running the ball. So it's already it's already swayed to one side. I get that, but the read wasn't that bad. You could have you could have attempted to regain that momentum and control more clock and keep Dallas's offense off the field earlier. All I'm saying is just run the ball in first down. Like I know, how that, hard gets, that gets predictable, Matt. That's that's part of John. They ran the ball. They run the ball. They ran the ball three times. They were so know, cool. But I I understand what you're saying. But like you say, like run the ball every time on first down. Like no, again, I'm just saying. But but run the yeah, run the ball every time on first down until they stop you. I mean, it's not rocket science. Teams have won Super Bowls with that mentality. Like Bill just said, the Ravens. You know, in their prime. They'd run the ball. They'd run teams Justin. into the ground until they stopped them. And if they didn't stop. 2017 yeah. Eagles led the NFL in rushing. I mean, it's not a coincidence. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not denying that. But, it, you know, again, okay, I'm, I'm not going to argue the running. No, it's not, it's not an argument. But what you're doing is you're taking the pressure off of Jalen. You're taking the pressure yeah. off your defense. You're staying on the field with your offense. You're not exposing your shit defense against a high-powered offense. You're giving Jalen the time to catch his breath and 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 reset himself. Win or not, it's just bad. Win or not, it's just bad coaching. And then it, it makes the players look bad because you're not putting. The, and I, I, I don't know. Maybe Jalen's audible and got to run stuff. So I don't know if he has the authority to do that or not. But it just. It's just bad football, and it goes back to, like you said, you know, you hope we're competitive the next few weeks. Well, part of that is is having a game plan to be competitive, and it feels like yesterday we I, – I don't know what the game plan was. It was come out and try to outscore one of the best offenses no. in the NFL. Bill, Bill the game plan play. was to keep up think. with the pace of the Cowboys, which uh, – So it's just – that's, I guess – Well, I mean, that, that's you're true. Already that's, admitting that's our, def- you're already admitting defeat. You know, if you're saying we need to keep up with these guys, no. A lot of times we okay, – No, the, the game plan is if you want to be competitive, it's let's set the tone early. Let's smack these guys in the mouth and let's not give them a chance to to put us in a position where we need to keep up with them. They need to keep up with us. And it's just it, – there was no – there. you're right. There was no game like – what was the game plan? If that was the game plan, then you're, you're setting everyone up to fail. And like, I'm just, and I brought it up before I'm tired of hearing the ineligible man downfield. It's at this point, it's inexcusable. Like it happens at least two or three times every game. It's so Nick needs to adjust the play calling or get the quarterback to understand what he has to do in those situations or stop calling those fucking plays. But again, you know, he talks about how we're we're a hardworking team and we're disciplined and we're this and we're that. Bro, you lead the league in penalties and you're going to break the record set by a terrible Oakland Raiders team by 30 penalties at this point. Like, you're, I don't want to fucking hear this guy say another word about discipline until he shows discipline. And you know what showing discipline is? You sit some of these assholes down. You sit a Derek Barnett. You say, listen. You want to keep taking these stupid penalties? Sit on the bench, asshole. And and when you figure it the fuck out, maybe I'll let you back on the field. Or you just cut him because he's fucking dead weight. 
how many how many times did, did we watch in that game him do that terrible fucking spin move where he does a quarter spin and he's trying to and he's trying to fucking back into the quarterback with his ass and the fucking and the fucking left tackle is practically pissing himself laughing at this jack off like it's it's he sucks he was a high first round pick who fucking sucks uh, and he uh, should high be first round pick at the one big night in Philadelphia that we were there at no, a, he it, didn't it, have a big – he didn't do shit. Brandon Graham did everything on that play. That asshole just fell on a fucking foot. Oh, uh, no, you're missing my point. Not that play when the night yeah. he was drafted. Oh, the night he was that drafted. was good. The night he was drafted. Uh, you walk him into Philly that night. Not gonna, I'm not going to sit here and defend Derek Barnett. That was a all, good night. But you're but, definitely not cutting the guy at $10 million. Let's okay, be clear. Okay, fine. Then you bench him. Like the yeah, the first the first let game him where sit he a quarter. That, let him sit out a quarter. Bench like him for the, a quarter. The fact that 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 he he kept that Niners drive alive, that that basically broke the game and swung it to them. That was the play that that extended a series that they then put the game out of reach. That play, he went out the very next snap. So you want to say like you're disciplined and you're this and you're that? Like, bro, get on the fucking bench. Like you want to be Harry High School, then then be it, because college coaches and high school coaches wouldn't have tolerated that shit. They'd have been like, "Sit the fuck down, asshole." They would have well, been running. Then we'll just turn into the Giants and have Joe Judge as our coach. They oh, would have been. Oh, right. Judge, that there's well. a huge. Show me. Oh my a, god, what a moron that guy is. There's a <laughs> huge. He's a good guy. Like, difference between Joe fun. Judge and and Sirianni. But like, I'm tired of hearing him talk about how they're smart and they're disciplined and they're all of these things. And time them. and time and time and time again, they're showing that they're not disciplined Dick, and they're not out. smart. And you know I'm, what? I'm it's more some three point, games into the season. <laughs> but John, you're leading the league in penalty. The plane is crashing into the goddamn mountain. Yeah. Hey, and how'd the game? How'd the game go last night? It went well. You Eagles got a little dinged up, but yeah. you know, like, it, up. It, at some point. It's 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 things like this. It's these lack of discipline things that these are the things that get coaches fired. So if they don't want to tighten this up for their coach. Because, you know, he's probably in the locker room like, guys, knock the fuck off. We need to tighten this shit up. We need to do better. We need to do better. We need to do better. We have to do better. We have to focus. And a lot of these are are pre-snap penalties. So this isn't even shit you can practice on. This is lack of concentration and focus. So at some point, you got to be like, bro, if you can't focus in the game, I'll put you on the bench and you can focus there. Because we're not winning games, right? We're not winning games. So – Let's fix the fucking culture in the locker room. Let's start to make these guys accountable to one another so that maybe next year we're not seeing the same shit because we're going to see it all this year. They're not magically going to go from a bad team to winning a Super Bowl this year. They might become competitive and be a, you know, a, a 500 team or slightly above 500 team, but we're not winning a Super Bowl. We're not going to the playoffs this year. So let's tighten the shit up. And if it means sitting a Derek Barnett or, or sitting whoever to get the point across, you do it because you're losing the game anyway. So why don't you at least get it through everybody's in fucking head in this locker room? Like, oh, fuck, he's coach is serious now. He's, he's willing to take a bullet and, and look even worse to prove a point to us. Maybe we need to, you know. 
I wonder if he yells behind closed doors or if he's like, I wonder if he yells or if he's like super Johnny supportive, like, hey guys, you gave me your all, but. I mean, he was no. called saying what he said. I mean, like, yeah, but, I know but, he, I know he, he defended it as much as he could, but no, I mean, he like, said, it's always that guy. Like, yeah. they're not blind to the fact that it's him. But I mean, I, I understand your point. Do- like, yeah, go sit down on the bench. But again, like, I, I'm not an NFL coach. I don't know how that that plays. You know, well, we're, okay, we're so, a little light on the line anyway, as it is right okay, now. But it, it's like the uh, there was that Kid Rock or uh, Chris Rock joke. Like, you know, he's a you know, that th- where they talk about like, you can't have, there's certain jobs that you can't have bad eggs in. And it's like, you know, he's a great pilot. If he just stopped crashing the plane, it- it's the same thing with Derek Barnett. He'd be a good football player. If he just stopped doing dumb shit, maybe you just have to be like, bro, sit on the, sit on the bench. Because if, if now the, the league has seen him say, it's always this fucking guy. <laughs> so that's out there now. That might make me want him to stick around more. That's yeah. out real. Like this fucking Jamoke over here. I mean, if his night couldn't have gone any worse, but just so, to get caught on film saying shit like that. Well, they I also mean, made like, a big deal about Hertz talking to Devontae Smith and asking him what happened on that pick, and he was like, "I on, fell down." And he, like, but, and he but said again, he eye rolled it, and I was like, oh, "Okay, whatever." Like, but, it's not a good look too either. Well, no, they didn't say Devont. They said Jalen eye rolled him. Yeah, so I mean, it wasn't a. They said so, it wasn't a good look. No, it was terrible. That was, that was well, rude because apparently, I've also heard apparently Jalen didn't even know he fell down. So, like, you have a quarterback that's, that's throwing to a receiver that's not even. But but again, what's happening? So it's like, out there now. He said it's always this fucking guy. So if you don't do anything, the player isn't the clown anymore. You're the clown. If you're the one that's. Sirianni's the clown. If Sirianni doesn't do shit about it, Sirianni's the fucking clown. So, like, if the guys know, if they know there's no there's no accountability, right? Fuck it. Who cares? Like, if you knew there was a, a, a stretch of road that you could do 150 miles an hour on, fucking cop didn't give two shits. You just you just keep doing 150 miles an hour down it until, you know, they did something about it. It's the same thing with like little kids. Like a little kid is going to keep pushing the fucking envelope until you, you say, that's it, dude, go to your fucking room. You're done. And it's the same thing with this. It's a give and take. And right now the players are taken and they're taken and they're taken and they're taken. Like you, you think I, Belichick would, would tolerate a team leading the league in penalties? I know. Granted, I will, I will granted, give he's time. a hall of fame coach and he's a, a world-class motherfucker. But I'm pretty confident he wow. wouldn't tolerate he wouldn't tolerate a, a, a team leading the league in penalties. He'd deal think, he it'd be dealt with. I think John's right. And I I I don't give it enough merit, but it needs to be acknowledged. Not that it's only three games, but we got Sam Fran, we hung around, but we really got out class in the second half, even though we, we made it somewhat close with that touchdown. Um I mean, we saw that San Fran and, and, and even Dallas, I mean, they're, they're in a, a league ahead of us. I mean, just, you know, where they're at team-wise. So I think that's just the reality, too. It's John said it. Dallas did what they were supposed to. They're a better team. They have more talent. They have expectations, and they beat up on a team that has, has a lot of question marks. They didn't leave anything to chance. They didn't wait to have a crazy last-minute one, you know, have a Packers game ended, like, back and forth. 
They saw a weakness and they stomped on us. And they and stepped after, on our and they stepped on our throat. And the, the, the guy and I think that's where where John's right. He's giving the guys pass. I think we saw Sirianni become a deer in headlights, but it's game three. You know, it's going to happen a little bit. You got he's he's young. It's his first season. Um, but it just it just magnified because it's Dallas Monday Night Football and yeah. Clearly, he just didn't know how to how to counterpunch to put the match beginning part. Those are some got, bright lights. He man. got smacked in the face, and we just kept kept getting smacked, and we couldn't get out the way. But it's going to happen. I mean, we also Dallas, had a lot of factors in. Our, I mean, again, you shouldn't use this as a defense, but like Dallas's home opener, Dak's back. You know, the whole story of Kellen Moore interviewing for this head coaching job. You know, Monday Night Football. There's a lot of factors. Well, that it was go the into. Ring of Honor. They put a bunch of guys in the Ring of yeah, Honor. All that shit. Now, now, I mean, you still got to come and play fucking football and get, but, get paid to but do I that. But I think the but. point is, and it goes back to where I will lay the hammer down, and hopefully, because coaches say it all the time, it's a teachable moment. Hopefully, yeah. it's a teachable moment for for Sirianni. Stop with the bullshit and coach football. The beat Dallas T-shirts. The you know all this basketball, this and that. That's great if you're, you know, if you're Sean McVay, you know, you're winning championships or do your, do you right now? Stop. Just go coach football. Put your head down and, 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 that's and it. try that's to figure out how to win I, games. I, I love swag. I love being whatever. But I also believe you got to earn that kind of shit. And it's like, you know, I don't think he's a bad dude, but it's just like, I think he's just, again, he's a new guy and a new coach. I think he's just probably trying a little too hard and. It's like, dude, you got here because you're a good football coach. Go be a good football coach. Like, so look, so, you. Like, so looking ahead to next week, right? Obviously, we've got a little bit of a hole to dig ourselves out of, and we've said, you know, it, you know, you get knocked down. It's not about how hard you get knocked down. It's about how how you rise to the occasion and pick yourself up and, uh, and, and, yes. and handle it. Chambawamba, tub thumper. I get knocked down and I get up, and again. up again. So. That's the- so it's a way of life. The only problem is, is that we have to try to do that against the Kansas City Chiefs, who are, you know, a legit Super Bowl contender um, year in and year out. Big red. You Classic know. Andy losing two games early that he probably should have won both. Classic mm-hmm. Andy going one and two, and they're going to finish 12 and four. And they're coming in angry. They're coming in. No, they, they need a win. Um, and Andy's fresh out of the hospital, so his team is going to play hard for him. Yeah, so I mean, Kelsey brothers going at it. Not the greatest, not the greatest team to be looking for a rebound win to kind of get whatever we need to get back on track. Um, any positive spin here that we can end the episode with? You know, I'm, I'm done wasting my breath on Monday night. Uh, I mean. The 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 line, the Vegas line right now leads you to believe that some Vegas up. that Vegas thinks something's up that it's going to be like if someone hurt that we don't know about or, yet or or, like, or they just think that the Eagles are gonna they think the Eagles are gonna nut up and and play better. I mean and, we're home. I mean yeah, like but whether that's worth, I don't know. I, I mean it's it's. This, like John said, this is going to be one of those character moments for this team. And it's this a big test of, for. It's an early test guys. for Sirianni. It's yeah, an early like, test. Are you gonna are you gonna man up and rally and, you know, you might lose, 
You might lose bad, but you but know what? But it's how you lose. But yeah, it's like, you if you get – And that's the thing, like – and that's the thing, like with the, I think why we were all okay with the San Fran losses, it's how we, the game was in reach. You know, it's like, yeah, you want to see them execute and, and have and have the, you know, the, those opportunities uh, to to win the game go our way. It's what you expect. It's frustrating when it doesn't happen. But we were we put ourselves back in contention in that game, and we and, and we competed last night. Was there was none of that. So. I mean, if we go back, if we go out there and yeah, say we still lose to the Chiefs, but if if it's if we go out there and and compete and we end up falling short again, knowing what we know about this team, right? Like John said, all the young talent that is our core right now on offense, and a banged up defense, a banged up O line, a young coaching staff. I mean, if, if we compete and we show that there's signs of progression in some of these areas with this young talent, I mean, that's really what all we can ask for right now. Am I, am I wrong? I mean, that's basically what we're chalking up this season to be right, Jesse. Cause you said it. So yourself, we're not making the playoffs. We're sure shit not competing for a super bowl this year. So what do we have to look forward to? What, what can we get excited about? And I think, you know, even if we're going to go down losing, as long as we put up a fight and we're competitive and we put ourselves in the right position, we go in with a good game plan, for, you know, it makes sense. We do things logically. Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, those all are little wins within the organization in, in my eyes. And again, like I said, I'm coming into this episode glass half full as much as I possibly can. So, um I, with, with all that being said, I think the Eagles get – we lose pretty bad. Um, but, hey, like I said, let's see some progress, man. Let's see, like – let's have Jalen, like, you know, connect on a big bomb down down the field, you know, and, 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 and keep throwing – connecting over the middle to, to our tight ends, you know, because that was one of the things that, you know, he, he wasn't showing so, any signs of. It was all these little, like – you know, side out throws, quick hits, you know, last night, at least he started, you know, throwing connecting over the middle a little bit, you know, I mean, he did have the one suspect throw to Goddard there, but you know, there was a few that, you know, showed, uh, shows some promise. I mean, let's, let's, let's see more of that. Let's, let's, I don't know. Let's just try to just stay behind these guys and, and, and root for them as much as we can, because, you know, when it's all said and done, hopefully, Hopefully, um, you know, we retain a lot of this young talent and we see it develop and, and grow, you know, I don't know. Um, it's, it's part of that, Matt, is also what I was sort of saying last episode was I think patience is important yeah. because I know Philadelphia fans generally don't have much of it. Um, it depends we, on what team you're talking about. Ex- exactly. I think the sum of the parts, right? Like. But the Eagles, for the most part, are generally like, and we know this is an Eagles town. I don't, I, no one, everyone tries to defend it being other towns. It's an Eagles town. Um, but you got to, we just got to be patient as a fan base. Like, we don't want to run out. We don't want to run Jalen Hurts out of town if it's unwarranted. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Rome wasn't built in a day and all those other cliches. You know, he, I, I think you're going to get a good taste of him this season. And you could sort of gauge gauge after the fact, but 
I wouldn't just give up on them on one year either. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of guys have many years in a system and they get better. Um, I, you know, Carson Wentz looked okay his first year. I mean, he's, I keep hating to use him as an example, but he's the most recent guy where, you know, the only reason why he's not here is just that he is a, he's a walking injury and is a terrible leader, but I'd rather have a guy that's at least like trying and maintaining and attempting to get better and isn't hurt all the time than, than the latter. So I just, I just hope that this, this, this fan base stays patient and not, you know, to, to Jesse's point, always saying the mouth breathers on sports talk radio about, you know, you know, do we need another quarterback already? Flacco, Minshew, Deshaun Watson. Like, let's let's see what we have this year, and and let's drive the car a little bit before we you decide to buy it, bro. Like to to your point, John. Like I was listening today, and like last night on post game, they're already saying like Hurt sucks, Devontae is overrated. Like they're already already getting ready to to throw these guys in the fucking trash can, and it's just like, wow. Okay. And, I mean, and we, we again, can look like, back on this draft, Jesse, and, and, and you and Bill will make me eat my words, but like, does Micah Parsons fit better on this team than Devontae Smith? You know, well, I mean, you, keeping you, hole in the middle, you know, you could have gotten Jock, who's having an even better year than Micah Parsons. You could have had him in the second round, but you had to get cute and draft Lane and Dickerson. Yeah. And again, I think, I think the medical with him was an issue as well, but I'm not, you know, not defending that. So like it's we're gonna see a lot out of this team this year. And well, depending on how it goes, a lot of people could lose their fucking jobs. So let's just hope that week 17, when we get to see the Cowboys again, that there's a little bit better, you know, at home, whether it's for a playoff spot or not or whatever it is, just to just to save face, we at least have a good showing because we're going to have, you know, 14 more weeks to lead up to that. So, well, and there's 14 more weeks for Dallas to notoriously unravel and, 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 you know, shit the bed like they often do. I I tell you the thing, the scariest, the scariest thing about a team like Dallas to me is the fact that I, I, we usually talk about this is, is going out there and getting a defensive coordinator that, He's like, he was a head coach, obviously, but you know, when he was in Seattle, he was a pretty darn good defensive coordinator too. And I think that's very important. So, you know, we're going to see if our defensive coordinator is, is who he is. Cause I mean, I see that guy on the sideline and you know, it's, it's the same dumb face. Um, let, let's blitz some more. Let's do something different. Let's you know, to, to Bill's point. I, although I, I, I hate to say it, like what is the defensive identity? of the team, you know, are we smack you in the mouth or are we uh, going to give you six yards? What are we going to do? Um, and I think, I think that's important figuring out what your defensive mentality is. Um, I don't know. I'm deflated. Well, and, time, time will tell. And, you know, it doesn't help that our defense is so flawed. Like you've got all this money spent in cap space on the defensive line and you've got, you know, that was the best. That was the best part of the team last night. Was the defense? Well, yes, line. but but John, my point though is you've got all this money spent on that the defense line. 
the and then your 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 linebackers are basically like a pile of free frosty coupons. <laughs> and it's like, okay. So, but the problem was when when Zeke got through them, there was nobody to slow Zeke down until the until the the the, the safety came up to make the stop in the second level. And I, I think that's also part of like when I, when I preach the patience thing is like, let's see what we have this year. And if we know that, man, we really could use a linebacker. We know that we need an asset or we need to use a draft pick or we need to use going to free agency and fill that hole. You know, like that's a major issue that we know that needs to be filled. You know, do we, do we think we need another wide receiver? I mean, like I could argue, yeah, I'd like a big bodied outside guy. You know, we can go through there now, figure out, what pieces that we need to make this puzzle work. But if the Jalen Hurts thing isn't working this season with what we have, I, I feel like, unfortunately, this organization is going to punt on him. And I, you know, I don't know. Yeah, we'll I, I hope they don't. I hope they don't punt on him too soon because he's cheap and, you know, you could build a strong team around him if you can get top 15 quarterback play you know don't make dumb plays keep us in games don't make dumb plays the the Minshew trade thing kind of keeps kind of tapping me on the shoulder though it's like why did they make that move with Flacco and RB here like there's something weird about that that I I don't quite I can't wrap my my hand I'm not saying that they're not completely sold on him yeah, I, they're not. They're well, not. I mean, it's it's. I, I don't know. Bit. I yeah, it's it's odd. It's 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 just it was a weird thing. But you know, to have a guy like that who's not he's inactive every game, like he's obviously not helping you there. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm. It's weird. It's just weird to me. And you know, it's it's one of those. What you know? What do you do? And and it's with the the whole rapist thing. Like, if they if they were sold on her. Day one, when those rapist rumors came out, they'd have been Howie Roseman would have been like, "Fuck you, we don't like, we don't want any part of this piece of shit. We're happy with Jalen Hurts. We think he's the future of this team for yeah, years to come." With, but the thing with him and other guys, and I and and I know I might be even stepping on my own words when I say this. It's like, even if you go out and you give Houston three draft picks and Zach Hurts, for example, you mm-hmm. still have holes all over oh, the absolutely. team. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'd, I'd rather have a young guy quote unquote be the body bag in the backfield right now and not be indebted to him for hundreds of millions of dollars and sort of like build, build an offensive line, build a defensive line, and then maybe go out and find a, a guy the mill. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, does it have to be Tom Brady? Yeah. We'd love it to be, but could it be Ryan Tannehill, for example? Sure. Like, well, and and but Tampa is a John, but you are you're you're spot on because you look at Tampa and they were basically a quarterback away from being a Super Bowl team. Yeah. And yeah. you you dropped Tom, Tom Brady in and they went a Super Bowl. So you you're going to have three incredibly high first round picks who by the way they're also apparently talking to Richard Sherman, so they're basically turning into the Lakers. So like, yeah, it's, but like, so you're going to have, you're going to have three high first round picks. 
So you'd be able to get like the best linebacker, the best, you'd be basically able to get the best, any position other than probably quarterback and probably even quarterback, because again, there's not a good quarterback coming out of this class. So you're going to be able to get the best of anything with with those picks. You're going to be able to get some killer linebackers. You're going to be able to get, you're going to be able to get whatever you need. Well, hopefully we we make those those right decisions and free agency and but but again I think you guys are right if if this team if this blows up and this is a, a two and fifteen year you know I I'm not going to sit here and you know taunt Howie Roseman much much longer I mean it, it's on him I, I agree with you guys you know it it is this is his his year to say listen I had this guy pegged he's our future and along with this other core group of guys that we just drafted. And we were excited about the guys we have here. And look, this is what we did. Because if you go out there and you're two and 15 and your quarterback stinks and you're not running the football or your line's terrible and Darius Slay still stinking up the joint, like I don't see why that guy should stick around anymore. Like, you know, you guys win. So we'll see. Bill, any final words before we wrap it up? Yeah, yeah, go. Yeah, we'll see what happens on Sunday. Well, can you can say it, Bill. You can say it, Bill. No, I mean, I, I you know, I, I don't. <laughs> I think heard I it. Think you were going to win, but you know, hopefully they show up a little bit and make it competitive. But you know, we'll see what happens. Oh, Bill's Bill and Bill's deflated. Yep, and rightfully so, Jesse. Jesse, bring it home and, and, and give us one. Bill was about to do it, but he's saving it for you, brother. Go, birds. <laughs>